It's our favorite hour of the week. Happy hour. Happy hour number 11. We've got some three really cool news stories ready to hit you guys with at first. And then we're going to do, I think, one of the most controversial videos that we've probably done at this point. We are going to put Royal Caribbean and MSC head-to-head comparing those two cruise lines to see what is the best cruise line for you uh, coming up in just a second. Welcome back to Cruise News and Booze, where we sit down and have a drink and talk about all things cruise related. We are here with our happy hour series where we sit down for an hour. We talk about any of the interesting news uh, stories of the week and any hot topics going on in the cruise industry. This is episode 11. Um, and we have some interesting things to talk to you guys about today. Um, a few news stories to start out with. And then we have, um, like Caleb said, kind of a controversial topic to go over, which is uh, comparing two of the major cruise lines out there, MSC and Royal Caribbean. Um, people seem to have a lot of polarizing views on each of them as cruise companies, but uh, we're just gonna go through our personal experience and really break it down into sections about um, you know what we think and uh, who wins out in each category. So before we do that, let's get into these lovely, um, you know, let's give it a name. This is the uh, Cranberry Elixir. Um, I like it, it. it is, yeah, it is a, this is a beverage crafted by yours truly uh, out of the mixology uh, archives in my mind that uh, I just whipped together real fast for our, our uh, video this week. So let's get to it. Cheers. Cheers. All right. All right, so we're going to hit Molly with some cruise news today because Molly doesn't know anything about these topics that I brought Yeah, up. he wanted to surprise me and get a... Uh, I wanted to get a real reaction. <laughs> I wanted to know exactly what she thought on these. Normally, like, we discuss these beforehand. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to whip out my handy-dandy pad here. Uh-oh. All right, cruise news story of the week number one. I've got three. There is a Taylor Swift-themed cruise... Plan for 2024. I did hear about that. Oh man, I thought I was going to get you on this. You have to know if it's Taylor Swift. I've already, I already know about it. So Taylor Swift theme cruise plan for 2024. They're calling it In My Era. In my cruise era. In my is that I just saw In My Era. Maybe it's in my cruise era. I think it's in my cruise. So uh, this is a and, and they were very clear about it. This is no way endorsed by right. Taylor Swift. It has nothing to do She's with not her. Showing up. She will not be there. Nobody remotely close to her will be there. It is stating that it is a fan-led cruise that's going to consist of themed dress-up nights, tra trading friendship bracelets, which I guess is big, yeah. and, and the Swifties, uh, karaoke, Swift trivia, and dance parties. So really what it sounds like they're doing is they're taking the theater experience that most of these Swifties had for the movie and just say, hey, why don't we put all you guys on the ship? So yeah. Um, it's it's they're, the, the travel agency that's doing this is they're going to be doing it on a Royal Caribbean cruise line they didn't have i didn't see anything about the ship name i think it's a lore is it mm -hmm. um and it's and it says it's scheduled to go out of miami october 21st supposedly that was lining up with like the end of her dates um at the hard rock anyway so um what do you like what's your thoughts on this i think that's an amazing idea for a um a travel agency to put together um 
Taylor Swift is the thing right now. Um, she is the, you know, pop icon. Um, she's really, you know, doing her, you know, big tour and all of that. So I think that's a great idea for a travel company to put something like this together to entice um, not just her fans, but also younger people to cruising. Um, I think it's a great way to get them into it, introduce them to it if it's their first cruise. Um, and I think having a lot of activities is really fun. And if you're a Swifty, that's a, that's a great way to, to do it. Well, if you're pulling a bunch of Swifties together, I mean, outside of drinking White Claws and laying by the pool, it's, I don't, I don't foresee them spending a lot of time on the mini golf course no. or on the flow rider. Right. Right. Um, but when I looked at this, what I thought, and again, this is just my, you know, devil's advocate. I feel like this is a cash grab. Like, it I feel like this, they, because the price that they were charging for these tickets, was, is it high? It was a high. It was like 20, it was like $2,000. Oh my yeah, God. Crazy. Yeah, that seems um, a lot, especially for that ship. Cause it's not like a new ship. Yeah. If, if it is the allure. Um, and would, would you be interested in going? In a way I would, but I also, I, I, like you said, I feel like it's just a cash grab. So in that sense, I wouldn't want to go. Um, I think it's a great idea. I think it could be really fun, but, um, so they're going to do like dress up nights, like three nights, I would probably do it. Swifty related things, which sounds good. But I think after like a day, you're going to be like, all right, a day or two, you'll be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Is it a whole week? Multiple days. I didn't, I didn't get a whole lot of details about it. I I dug up some basic stuff. Yeah. I think if it's like three or four nights, that would be fun. But if any more than that, I'd be, I think it'd be too much. So, um, all right, on to cruise news story number two. So what do you think, um, what are some things that you should bring on a cruise ship? Um, so no weapons. Okay. No weapons. Um, no drugs. No drugs. Um, of course, like no marijuana, um, alcohol, like you can't bring hard liquor on. I'm trying to think of anything else. You can't obviously you can't bring like you can't bring like your iron. Can't bring steamers. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things that are on the um, on the no no list. Yeah, the no no list, right? Yeah. Now cruise lines got them. They're easy to search for. It's not like you gotta you figure this out when you get to the cruise port, right? right. If you do a little research for whatever cruise line you're going in, you'll be able to determine what you should and shouldn't be bringing. Yeah. I think they even tell you on your travel documents. It's probably in there somewhere. So. Carnival Cruise Line, Uh-oh. Uh, one of our favorites to talk about as part of the news Uh-oh. section of Cruise News and Booze, slaps a lifetime ban on a Texas mother for trying to bring on, trying to bring CBD gummies on board her cruise ship out of Miami. A lifetime ban? Lifetime ban for the entire fleet of ships. For some gummies? C- Why didn't they just take them and CBD you gummies? So see, that is that that is the question, what? right? Because if you were to try and bring, I don't know, a steamer or an iron or something that's on the no-no list, it just gets taken. It usually just gets confiscated, and then every time we we debar- disembark a cruise, debark. What is debark? What is it? Every time we disembark a cruise, it's like a debacle. There's always the and, table yeah. outside of all of the like the yeah. the contraband things that they seized from people that they're giving back. Right. But a lifetime ban for some sleepy time CBD gummies. 
the passengers stated they were treated like a criminal because of these CBD gummies. And I and they shared with them they were to help her sleep. It was, she's right. like a nurse or whatever. And it was her and her husband celebrating their 21st wedding anniversary oh, and her yeah. son's senior year of high school. And uh, they did not let her board. The, the father and son were allowed to board, but they were like, well, we don't feel like partying anymore. Right, I don't feel like partying uh, that. Without mom. God. And uh, yeah, a lifetime ban. And it was, it, they, they shared the gummies. It had 0.01% THC in it. 0.01%. Like, almost nothing. Like, none at all. Did Carnival have anything to say to themselves? Like, why they slapped a lifetime it, ban on this woman for it, that? It was a... They didn't really have a whole lot to say. It was pretty much just like a... They, they perceived it as drugs. And I guess, like, Carnival is a private company, so they have right... They have the right They to, have the right to do whatever they want, right? Um, and be as extreme as they want. And... Are they just making an example out of this woman? Maybe. I don't know, right? But... It goes to say that, like, even though something may be illegal because that those CBD gummies are legal in the states, even though something may be fine or allowed at home, these cruise lines, it may not that they can do whatever they want. I wonder though, like, I wonder if they were in that package. I, I wonder know. if she had taken them say. out, put them in something mm -hmm. else that wasn't labeled correct could, would have she been fine and they wouldn't have even cared because like your your over-the-counter medications that you have to take they have to be in the original yeah. bottle it can't just be like a random you know bag of pills or just right and it's all got to be labeled it's all got to be like doctor prescribed that type of stuff so um it, it, i don't know i it, i would say it's not worth it because the to me now granted i don't need cbd gummies to sleep at night right. Um, but that is a pretty extreme stance. It really is for some, some such a small, small thing. Yeah. yeah, and and just to, I think if they would just have explained to her, yeah, hey, you can't have these. We're gonna confiscate them. She probably would have been like, okay, like I didn't know. I'm sorry. Versus, yeah, it's not like she was smuggling like kilos of cocaine, right, on the ship. Oh so God. yeah. Um, and it's That's a family trip. It's not like he's going there to party. So, uh. all right. Carl. All right. Cruise news story number three. So it has been made official that the search for the missing passenger has been called off. Oh, which so on Carnival Glory on Monday the thirteenth of November, uh, deck four around one forty a.m. This passenger jumped overboard. Um, and they're and sure he there jumped, was, right? They, they were very specific about where and what time, which leads okay. me to believe that there is video footage yeah. of this person doing that. Wow. Um, it's not like they are going to release that. Right. But the fact that they knew the deck and the time means that the only way that they could pinpoint it's that, video. there's got to be substantial evidence yeah. stating um, that family states that he would not do something like that. This was a 28-year-old uh father uh louisiana is where i think he was from and yeah the family stated that's not something that he would do and i think it is always hard for the families to accept that absolutely it's, it's a very difficult thing there are you know we all go through different things in life right, right? and and some of us are more introverted and we don't show it or we don't share it yeah um you know i, I think back to again we talk about them all the time right but gene used to be a cruise director yeah and you know on the outside one of the most likable happiest people yeah. that you would ever meet 
Um, and unfortunately, you know, he, he didn't do it on the ship, but he took his life. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that's the case here. I don't know enough to, to, you know, reference to that. But they did search, it looks like, for about three days, six days. Um, Coast Guard says they searched around 5,625 wow. square miles, um, about the size of the entire state of Connecticut. Wow. So, it, it, you know. That's an awful thing for a family vacation, too. It is an awful thing sad. for a family vacation. And, and I get tired of talking about these. Yeah, the it's been it happening like a lot. Every week, something is happening. I think that there was, you know, last week it was a, a cruise worker, right? Yeah, a, a, or a we're not sure worker. if they jumped or fell or what happened there. You know, and again, we're always going to leave the same disclaimer. You know, cruise safely. You know, don't over, don't overindulge, um, be it food or alcohol. Don't climb on don't, things. Yeah, don't pull the whole uh, rose uh, from Titanic and just yeah. wanted to look over the edge and see the dolphins or, or what have you. Because, again, it's just be safe. And, you know, again, if you're in a situation where that feels like that's your only way out, like talk to somebody, yeah. right? Like seek help. Seek There's, help. It isn't, whatever it, it is that you're going through, it, it can be, um, it can be made better. It can be resolved. Nothing is that, that burdensome that you need to do that. So, no. all right. So that is cruise news for the week. <clears throat> that's that's so, a lot. That uh, CBD thing, I'm going to be. That's a little intense, I'm right? I've been thinking about that for uh, a while. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a good one to talk about. So let's hop into it. So this week, and we say controversial. I don't even know if it's really controversial. I think it's more of just like uh, these are these are two big ones to compare to each other. And they are. and there's a lot of people that ask because these are these are two cruise lines that are in different calibers. I guess you would say there's you know different um, classifications. It's, it's apples to oranges. Yeah. There's there's pros and cons to each but these are usually the two that i think a lot of people ask the most about yep. and we're gonna we're gonna put all of the cruise lines that we have experience with we're gonna put them head to head against each other over you know the next year or two and just really talk about how do they compare i mean hell maybe in march we'll do like a a, a march madness and we'll, yeah. we'll stack them all <laughs> against each other and, and rank them all and wait out like that so um this one we broke it down into a couple different categories so we're going to talk about um, our history on these ships, and the reason we want to talk about that is we want you to know that we have a, more than just one cruise on each of these ships, or each of these brands. Yeah. So, um, we've experienced various cruises over different years to be able to really speak truthfully about what we think that line as a whole um, represents. We're going to talk about the food, uh, we're going to talk about accommodations, um, activities, the entertainment on board, private islands, the service, and then price. Yeah. Right? And I also just want to say before we get into this, I think it's so, I think that there's not just one cruise line out there that has everything. Mm -hmm. I think every cruise line has its pros and cons. Correct. I think everyone should try multiple cruise lines. I don't think you should just stay with one. I think that's part of the fun is experiencing the different cruise lines and what they have to offer. Because like we said, it is kind of apples to oranges. They even with these two, like Caleb said, they're the, two of the biggest ones out there, but it's kind of a completely different experience. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, one one of the cruise lines has been doing this for a long time. Royal's yeah. been around for a long time. MSC is a little bit newer to the American's market. And, you know, we actually, 
went on an MSC cruise shortly after they joined the American yeah. market. So we got to experience from like the beginning, the beginning <laughs> to, to where they're at now. So let's uh, let's stroll down memory lane. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's talk about our travel history with these cruise lines. All right. So um, Royal Caribbean holds a special place in my heart because, of course, it was my first ever cruise. So in 2016, we sailed on the Oasis of the Seas for our honeymoon. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea what to expect going into it. And, uh, the first, the thing that I like very vividly remember was the included beverages were not enough. Yeah. And, and since that cruise, every cruise we've been on, we've had some sort of beverage package, be it alcohol, non-alcohol included, yeah. purchased, whatever. We've had something. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that was not your first cruise. You've been on. And I'm just listing our travel history together. You've been on Royal Caribbean cruises before oh, our yeah. 2016 cruise. Yeah, quite a few. Um, so we went on the Oasis of the Sea in 2016. Um, from there, we uh, continued our journey on the Oasis class ships. We did the Symphony of the Seas in 2019 mm -hmm. uh, for our anniversary that year. Um, a it, which seemed like a month later. But it was like two months later we went on the I anthem of the anthem. sea um, out of Bayonne, new jersey and anthem's a completely different experience than oasis yep. class it's it's crazy to go on royals different classes of ship because it's a completely different experience yep um after the anthem there was the uh i don't know if you guys remember the thing uh called the vid that happened <laughs> uh in 2019 so no cruises in 2020 <laughs> and so we uh had a gap of time when we didn't do any cruises it was 2020 and 2021 i think pretty much 2021 we came oh, back right. but that was with so no gap in 20 or so we didn't do anything in 2020 and 2022 we sailed on the harmony of the seas mm -hmm. continuing our oasis class journey and in 2023, we've sailed on the Wonder of the Sea. So yeah. to date, we've taken five cruises on Royal Caribbean Line, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines together. Mm -hmm. um, and over, that's what, a seven year time period mm -hmm. from 2016 to 2023. Yeah. So let's look at MSC. So MSC uh, was our first time sailing aboard the MSC, it was on the MSC Divina in 2017. That was a family cruise for us yep. uh, we went uh, your dad went my parents went and my grandmother went um, so we had a nice large group uh, yeah. going with us one and only time that's happened that we've sit yeah. with that big of a group <laughs> um, it was a great cruise uh, it was during a hurricane so we actually got to extend the cruise at no cost to us which started out as a seven night cruise ended up being about a 13 night cruise yeah. I think for us um, and due to the experience we had on that ship, we said we would like to try again. And we took, we set sail on the seaside in 2018. So, um, we, it was about two years from the Davina until we went to the seaside. And we actually had booked a cruise on the Maravilla in 2020. Uh, we were supposed to be going to Europe on the Maravilla in 2020, but COVID killed that cruise. And so we were able to actually finally get on the Maravilla in 2021. So um, we, and we have an MSC cruise booked for this upcoming year, which I'm super excited for. We're gonna be going on the MSC Seashore in 2024. So we've completed three cruises on MSC and we've got a fourth one planned. Um, and I mean, 
if we're if we're going on another cruise or that cruise line, that that in itself should tell you that, that we had a good time. Yeah, we enjoy it. That it, yeah. it, it's it's a great cruise line. So let's jump into it. So we talked about our travel history. You know, we've been on these cruise lines. We have uh, experienced uh, pretty much what they have to offer. So we're able to really give you a true comparison and understanding of the two. So let's jump into food first. So I'm going to look at a couple different categories inside of food, right? Yeah. So um, first one we're going to uh, dive into is going to be the main dining room food. So Molly, tell us a little bit about like your thoughts on, you know, the MSC's main dining room. I think the MSC's main dining room is good. Um, they have, you know, they kind of have some staples. They have, a, you know, a, a changing menu where they, you know, feature different things each night as every cruise line does. Um, one thing I would love to see from MSC on their menu is more Italian food because okay. they are, you know, that is kind Mediterranean, of Mediterranean Italian yeah. food is kind of, I would like to see more of that from them. But um, everything that they do have that's that Mediterranean or, you know, kind of their specialty is always really good. And I'll say like with Royal, like Molly was saying, is that it is, they used to have the classics menu. Yeah. Now it doesn't exist anymore. So it's just a rotating menu every day. Neither of these cruise lines, and, and I've never experienced main dining room food that was just really good to me. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's good, um, but I think I went into cruising with these expectations that I was going to be like this super duper, like high end, right, every amazing night. experience. It's, and the food's it's good. It's good, it's not. So I would say from the main dining room, they're, they're comparable. There isn't anything that stands out one from the other. Um, it, it's the, the food, it's, it's served. You can get as much as you want in either places. It comes yeah. out hot. You know, there isn't a lot of issues. They both can either be as quick as you want them to be or as long of a process as you want them to be. So it's kind of balanced, in my opinion, um, yeah. with the main dining room. Um, I don't know if MSC does the lobster tail. Limitations? <laughs> I don't know if they do that or not. I don't remember I mean, having we've lobster. Had it. Yeah, we've had it. Have on there. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know remember. if they just started doing limitations. We'll I'm find sure. out. We'll mm -hmm. find out. <laughs> so let's look at the buffet. So um, this is a staple on every cruise ship. Yeah. No matter how big or how small the cruise ship is, there's always going to be a buffet. Um, I call it the pig trough. <laughs> and, um, and and I jokingly say that because it really is just a mass amount of food. It is, it is. thrown out there. It's under a heat lamp. And it, it, it's go for it. So what do you think? Buffet-wise, who do you think wins out? I think that Royal kind of wins out in the buffet area for me because they are very consistent with their buffets. Uh, when I think of Royal buffets being really great, I think of Anthem. They had probably the best buffet on of any ship that we've been on in that one. Um, so when I think of a, a buffet on a cruise ship, that's kind of what I think. I think MSC has a good buffet. They have... Um, you know, they have more of like the meats and cheeses and things like that, which some of the other cruise lines don't have. Um, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, I've always really enjoyed that. Their pizza on their buffet is always really good. Um, so they do have good things on their on their menu, but I think, in my opinion, Royal just kind of wins out a little bit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to differ with you. Okay. I think that MSC's got a better buffet. And here's the reason I think that. So Royal, every day in the buffet, it's the exact same stuff, it seems like. Now, um, I will give them credit. The Anthem of the Seas, they had that fresh pasta station mm -hmm. where they would, like, you know, heat the garlic up and make it just the way you want. It was amazing. Yeah. And I, But I've yet to see it on another ship. Like, I yeah. haven't seen it anywhere else. Like they have pasta station, but it's not like what was on the end. Yeah, that one was really special. But MSC has the best pizza. 
between these two. And yeah. to me, that's a, I love pizza. And we're not just talking like, it isn't like MSC's pizza isn't that like the, the crap you get in Sorrento's. Right. It is a nice, thinner crust, tasty. The sauce is good. It's not overly acidic. It's a big slice. Like made right there, pizza oven. It, it's a phenomenal experience. Yeah. Their pizza is amazing. Now, they they have the cold cuts and cheeses that rotate every day, which I think is phenomenal. I love that yeah. um, aspect of it. So I'm I'm giving it to, to MSC okay. on that. So um, we talked about the main dining room, the buffet. The next place where you're going to like grab food is going to be like quick service. So we're talking okay. things like on, on Royal, the Royal Promenade or, you know, Sorrento, Doghouse, Dog House, yeah. Park Cafe. Just the things that aren't main dining room buffet, just the other little chopsticks about say, the ship. What is on what else do they have on MSC? Uh, What's their quick service? Well they had like the the sandwich shops down in like the promenade area. Oh that's right, yeah. Um, that do like the different like uh like panini throughout the day. Stuff? Yeah, paninis okay. and things like yep. that. Um and I don't know. I don't again none of these to me are really impressive like we don't find ourselves eating the little quick snacks or things no, like that very we'll often. eat at cafe promenade on royal that's like the only other place we eat other than or we'll eat at like um well like, like the maravilla had that um cafe down by the lounge like the back of the ship remember where they used to do the search of soleil at oh yeah, yeah i forget what it was called but they had salads and sandwiches yeah. and they heated them up there, the paninis and things like that. So, I mean, it was good. So, um, again, and none of those little like quick bites are ever really like intriguing to us. Yeah. So, you know, kind of a, a split there. And I think the last thing we'll look at is specialty, right? So, um, that's where, that's where you get the elevated food experience that I thought the main dining rooms were going to be, yeah. which I've learned over the course of cruising that it's not. And if I want that, then I just buy into the specialty dining. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we really have is the steakhouse comparison because yeah. that's what we do every time we go on MSC as part of our status. We get a free specialty dining restaurant. Typically, we go to Butcher's Cut. Yeah. And so what do you think Butcher's Cut compared to Chops? Like, that would, is apples to apples. Comparison. I would say they're right there with each other, in my opinion. They both have really great steaks. They're both, you know, the dry age. Uh, you can get pretty much, I think, the same cuts. They both serve the sides and the little, you know, uh, I don't know what to call them, the little tins on the side. Yeah, little bowls. Uh, yep. Um, both that elevated experience. I like both of them personally. I couldn't really say I liked one any more than the other. Um, I think they're comparable. Yeah. I've got a very special place in my heart for MSC <laughs> in the Butcher's Cut restaurant yeah. on the seaside of 2018 because that's where I fell in love with scotch. Yeah, you got and your I first scotch. And I carried that on with me <laughs> over the past five years. And and that was where I really had that first, you know, amazing scotch experience uh, at that restaurant. So all in all, looking at food, what we're going to do is as we go through these categories, we're both going to pick Mm -hmm. Which one we think is our favorite. We're going to tally up the points. And at the end of it, we're going to really tell you wh who wins out on yep. this. So for food, I'm actually going to go MSC. That's my All vote. Right. I'm going to stick with Royal just because they're real consistent. I figured I figured you were going to stick with Royal. <laughs> um, so looking at the next one. So we're going to talk accommodations. And this is kind of where we like put anything that didn't fit in one of the other categories. But we yep. felt it was important to kind of talk about. Yeah. And... Um, this is where let's, let's jump into, um, the room. So, so comparing the two rooms, right? We've done 
balconies on every one of these screens. Yeah. Yeah. None of they've all so they've all been comparable balcony rooms that we've we've done on every one of these cruises with each other. Um, What's your thoughts? Room comparison. I would say to me they are about the same Um, because I think the bathrooms are about the same size. You're not getting a bigger shower with one or the other. Each one you get a couch and a TV Mm -hmm. um, and a bed and a bed. Like, you get the about the same things. Um, I'm, I don't think, like, the balconies are really any different. Um, you know, Royal, it's, it really just comes down to their theming. You know, Royal's a little more blue and, I would say, um, like, nautical in nature as their theming. You know, MS, in the room. Yeah, in the room. MSC is a little more of, you know, the reds and the class <laughs> and, and things like that. Um, so I would really say, at least as it goes in the balcony rooms, I, like we said, we haven't really been in the interior rooms. Um, I would say they're about the same to me. There's not a whole lot in the room, I think, that can vary. Like, no. basic things that you need are, are again, bed, TV, couch, um, bathroom. Right. Like, if one shower yeah. was gigantic yeah. and the other was small, I'd be like, oh, yeah, go with that. Um, you know, I think like one of the things in the room that a lot of people don't realize is that you're really limited on Royal with the entertainment yeah. options on the TV because you have to pay for like any of the movies you want to watch. Yeah. And MSC includes a lot of different things. It includes more, yeah. Um, but as far as the, the, the room goes too, one thing that really wins my heart with MSC is no other cruise line has this. They have their own scent. Like they literally <laughs> have a fragrance that you can buy yep. and wear, take home and put in your home. And it's in, it's all over the ship. That's what you smell. It's the, the, the shampoo body wash is that smell. Um, and it's, it's good. Like it's a really yeah. nice smell, it, it, but it's a very distinct smell. I just call it the MSC scent. Like it has a name. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Have, we'll look into it um, next time. But, uh, that's something that carries on throughout the entire ship. Yeah. Which, um, which leads us to believe to the next topic of the feeling of the ship. So what I mean by that is every time you walk on a cruise ship, they're designed or they're themed or their colors or or the way that they've got it set up is gonna give you a feeling. Like yeah. it's gonna evoke. That moment right when you walk on, you're gonna feel some sort of way. So why don't you talk a little bit about the differences between an MSC cruise ship feeling versus a Royal Caribbean ship feeling? So I think with Royal Caribbean, they are more like um, casual and fun, I would say. Um, You know, they have more of the Caribbean tropical feeling, bright colors. Um, They go for, you know, the grand size of things. Like they have some of the biggest ships in the world. So it's like kind of like, you know, you're overwhelmed by just the size of it sometimes. But MSC has some of the most beautiful ships Mm -hmm. just because they're so elegant. Their ship designs are just, it's a different type of wow factor. It's not like gigantic, like Royal. It's like, oh my God, this is beautiful. You know, they have the Swarovski staircases. Yeah, where else can you literally step on Swarovski crystals? (laughs) Yeah, they just, they, their main areas there right when you walk in are just, um, they're so beautiful. They're so elegant. Um, you know, they usually have like their champagne bar there and there's just a lot of shiny, pretty, um, really nice, classy 
um, elements of their ship. So each one you're going to get, you know, you're going to get that uh, excitement, that wow factor. It's just a completely different type. So when I walk on an MSC ship, it is sophistication, class. Yep. I want to be in a three-PC. Mm -hmm. I want to be wearing like a suit and tie because it, it makes me feel like I belong. Pull out your ball gown. When I walk on a Royal Caribbean cruise. You're like, where's my Hawaiian shirt? I need to be in shorts <laughs> and flip-flops to feel like I belong. Yeah. Because if you're, and we've, we've done this in the past, right? Like, so... You know, when we board ships, you know, we when we got on MSC cruises, right, and we'll, we'll throw pictures up here, right, we boarded the ship in suit and tie and a dress <laughs> because it really is that level of experience. Mm -hmm. That is one thing that I love about MSC. I'm not a sophisticated, classy guy mm -hmm. by any means, but... When you get on those ships, you're like, ooh. Oh, let's get let's let's get fancy to walk down these crystal right? staircases. And, and they do a lot of like theme nights too, which I think yeah. are fun. Um, which like you know they have white night, they have like an Italian night. Mm -hmm. You wear the Italian colors. You know they have like these theme nights, and like Caleb said, where it's such a classy feeling environment, you're like, oh yeah, let's let's dress a little extra nice. And they have a lot of really nice outdoor, like like a Royal Caribbean ship, like the outdoor spaces. That's like, oh, there's a deck, and that's it. Yeah, it's MSC not has much. very nicely designed areas that you can like. They have the the bridge of size off the back of like their um, on the seaside and yep. the seashore, where it's like suspended glass floor that at the very top deck that you can walk over. Right? Yep. They've got the one of the, my favorite pictures. You'll have to find it and put it in here that I took of you on a cruise was on the MSC Seaside. It was just the lines, the way it was going, the lighting, it was yeah. just like, it, it was fantastic. A lot of their bars are more, um, you know, they're on the sides of the ship where you have those nice ocean views. I feel like on one of them, they had, um, you know, areas in the back of the ship where you could go eat attached to the dining room, which was really nice. Yep. I always really like when ships do that because you get to you outdoor, know, yeah, outdoor, the seaside, yeah, yeah. Yep. the nice outdoor eating and area. And the had that too. I think it did, yeah. yeah I remember that. eating out yep. there. Yes, that's really nice things that I like that MSC does. Um, I know that's one of the biggest complaints people have when it comes to Royal is like the ships are so massive, you kind of get a little disconnected from the ocean, which is kind of the whole reason you're out there to begin mm -hmm. with. And that's some of our favorite memories is having lunch that first day and a drink on the back of the ship. It's, it's an experience unlike any other, regardless of how the food is, you feel like you have a million dollar view. <laughs> um, and it's, right. it's a really great experience. Highly recommend that. All right. And the last topic under accommodations is we're going to talk about the layout. So um, we've been on a lot of cruises. Yeah. We've been on a lot of ships. We've never been on the same ship twice. Um, and I I've think I've been that... on the same ship three times. <clears throat> Have you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. She's been on the same ship twice. <laughs> so I, I think that in ship layout, I think that this, like distinctly we want to say Royal Caribbean wins. But the reason Royal, we want to say Royal Caribbean wins is because we've been on so many Oasis ships. And, and they're all ship, laid out yeah. exactly the same. If you've been on one Royal Caribbean ship, you pretty much can navigate them because they have the same things on each ship. It's generally in the same area, whether it was Anthem or, 
the Oasis class ships, right? You know there's going to be a, a main theater that's going to be kind of close to the casino, which is going to be kind of close to other, you know. So it's kind of a general idea once you get on a, a Royal Caribbean ship of where things are. And MSC is kind of the same. Like, they... Well, they're close, like, it's arranged similarly. Yeah. But if you really think about it, the way that MSC has their ships laid out, in my opinion, is a little bit better than Royal. Okay. Because I think to things like the daytime activities are all upstairs. So during the day, you're hanging out upstairs. There isn't really a whole lot of reason to go downstairs. No. So they, I think they did that intentionally because that way you don't have to go up, down, up, down, up, down. Because we were on a, when we're on an Oasis-class ship, like if you're staying on deck 14... And it's three o'clock, and you want a coffee. You got to take your ass all the way down to deck five yeah. to get that coffee, and then come all the way right back. Yeah, up. it doesn't seem as daunting on MSC getting places. Yeah, like you can easily get around on some of Royal's big ships. It's they're so large; it's really like time-consuming getting places. <laughs> and and like one of the things I liked on Seaside that they did was all of their specialty dining restaurants were all the way at the top of the ship in the very front. And you went to that one area and they were all broken They were all there, there, yeah. And it just made it a little bit more like, it seemed thought out. Yeah. Whereas Royal, like some of them were on eight, some are on 11, like some are on 16, some are on 15. And you're like, where the yeah. hell am I going? They're kind of all over the place. They are. So all in all, when we look at accommodations, uh, who do you uh, who do you vote for? I I give them equal okay. just because I think that there's aspects of each <laughs> ones that are great and specific to them. I mean, Royal Caribbean ships are in a class all their own when it comes to the the things that they have on their ships. Um, they're just they're just massive. They're impressive, but MSC has you know they have that class. They have, it's easy to get around. You don't feel like it's a trek to get anywhere. Um, so I feel like they each have a, a place. Um, and depending on what you're looking for, um, can really depend. But I like both of them. I like to change it up. I don't like to be on the same thing all the time. So I'm going to say MSC wins. Okay. Because the things that I said about the feeling, the mm -hmm. way that it makes me feel when I get on the ship, that is something that, you only find on MSC. I feel like when I get on Royal, when I get on any of these others, I get a similar feeling. Yeah. But when I get on MSC, it's it's that. It's the same like, thing. Even when we got on Regent, I didn't even feel that it was as sophisticated as... Yeah, we're going to be going on uh, Celebrity, you know, soon. So I'll be interested to see how Celebrity kind of, you yeah. know, holds up to MSC. So let us know in the comments if you'd want to see, you know, more videos like this. If you want to see how Celebrity... Compare to other cruise lines and what cruise lines you would like us to compare it to. So let's hop to the next one, activities. So um, I don't think this one is even remotely close. It's not, unfortunately. Royal is known for being everything with activities. Like they, yeah. if you could think of it, they have it. We've done the most new activities on Royal, things that we never thought we would do, whether it was, uh, you know, I've done rock climbing on Royal. We've done the, um, we've done the flow rider. rider. We've done the fly. There's ice skate. I mean, there's so laser tag, bumping cars, 
the trapeze. Acrobatic things. Yeah. Like it, oh. There's all sorts of crap on Royal. So yeah. like when we look at the pools, it's pretty comparable, comparable comparison. Yeah. One of the things MSC has that is, uh, in my opinion, a little step up is they have the sliding roof over right. the pools. Yep. That That's way, nice. even if it is raining, they can close and make it indoor. Very rarely do you find a cruise ship that has a full-size swimming pool that they can make indoors. Yep. That's not very common. Um, <clears throat> crew organized activities. I don't even think MSC, they do. Them. They do them. I, I, we've never done any. But Royal really goes hard on those. Where like yeah. dodgeball, basketball, different just trivia, things like that. Like MSC has a lot of those things. Yeah. Just not as much as Royal does. Yeah. It's very notably different when you go on like Royal, the, the daily planner is jam packed with stuff. Yeah. MSCs, there's stuff going on. It's just, it's just not, not a lot. Yeah. Um, and, the, you know, a lot of both of their ships feature water slides. Yeah. That's, you know, we've something that we've done both on. Um, I think on MSC, we typically see less kids. And so yeah. there's a lot less uh, people in line to do that. Mm -hmm. We didn't even put kids as a category they're, on here. But they're open a lot less, though, than Royal. Like They are. Royal is more like we open at 10, we close at 7, come yeah. anytime. MSCs is like, we're open for three hours, and yeah. then two hours, and then an hour. Like, and like, okay. But it's like, it's a little confusing there. Um, you know, kids areas, they both have kids areas. Um, Royal probably have, obviously has more. Um, they're more focused on that. But MSC does have a whole like climbing area. They've got, you know, kids specific areas. They've got Lego areas. Their partnership with Legos, I think, is huge. I think that's really cool. Um, if I was going to take my nephew on a cruise, I would take him on MSC because he loves Legos. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want less kids, mm -hmm. if you want your kid to have more individualized, you know, attention from counselors and things like that, MSC is probably the way to go. Yeah, there's two ways to look at yeah. it. You could see if there's less kids, maybe your kids don't have as, as many, many chances to, to yep. meet friends or there's less kids. It's more one-on-one -on -one approach. I mean, we see on Royal sometimes that one person's got 20, 25 kids. It's a lot there. of kids, yep. Um, but, I mean, MSC does, you know, they'll come to your table at dinner and get your kids and, you know, go do activities while you're at dinner. They do offer really good things. I don't yep. want them to get lost um, in their kids' areas because they offer some really fun things. They do, but I think they can do that because there's less kids. Yeah. And for cruisers yep. that don't want to interact with kids, if you don't want to go on, like, Virgin or something like that where there's no kids, MSC is the place where there isn't a lot of kids. Yep, and they have adult-specific areas, too, which are really interesting. But this is the first one that I'm going to give to Royal. I give Royal the point for uh, activities. Yep. What do you think? Absolutely. There's No one does activities and uh, things to do like Royal. They keep outdoing themselves. Uh, at this point, um, they have things that only they can do. <laughs> At this point, like ice skating and, and you know, the um, like the bumper cars and the trapeze, things like that. So Royal just outdoes themselves. If you're in it only for the activities on the ship, then Royal's the way to go. So next category we're going to look at is entertainment. Yeah. Um, and I was told by Molly before we started this that I could not use our previous experience on the Wonder of the Seas um, as a disproportionate weighing of negative experience <laughs> of Royal entertainment. So... Let's get into it. So let's talk about theater shows. So Royal probably has, obviously, Wonder is an exception to this, but across all of their ships, probably some of the best theater shows 
in the cruising industry, they when they do their Broadway productions, I think they're unmatched. Um, we saw Grease, we've seen Hairspray, we saw Rock of Ages, we saw Flight. Flight. We've seen um, ice skating shows. We've seen. Well, that's the other. Oh, show. I'm sorry. If you throw out, <laughs> if you throw out Cats, which was on right. the Oasis, that was terrible. If you throw out what we saw on Wonder, yeah, there's been no disappointment. No. It's always been good, other than those two. I don't know what the hell's going on with Wonder. They'll figure it out. They'll get it. Together. I, I have faith in you, Royal, and Cats. I think that's everybody just, just thought it was weird. I think it was just Cats. I think that that was well, just the show. Cats are weird. <laughs> I think that they were probably doing a great job doing cats, but we just that's not our thing. MSC really MSC only had one. Yeah, they really <laughs> struggle with the theater shows yes. because they don't have like they don't spend the money to do the full on theatrical productions. They have, you know, dancers and singers and they're great, but and again, I think this is just them coming into the America's market. Yeah. There's a lot of, one of the things that you'll notice, a big difference between Embassy and Royal is the international crowd. There are yeah. a lot more international people um, that come to America and take the cruises on MSC. A lot of Europeans. And they're trying to appeal to everybody. Correct. And you can't appeal to everybody at the same time. Exactly. So They do we... lots of opera sometimes. That's exactly. not our thing. Um, I'm sure if you like opera, they probably, you may enjoy that. It may be amazing. I don't know. They yeah. did the Michael Jackson show. That was incredible. It was incredible. It was fantastic. Um, some of their other shows they've had, like Magicians and things, have been really good. Well, but... they usually do a... Um, what do they call like it? Like a headliner? Yeah, headliner. That's what they call it. Where like they have somebody come in that's like a Las Vegas style yeah. show where they're either a singer or a dancer or magician or something. And they're okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's they're they're okay. It's not but amazing. Even with that, like I guess this is getting into other shows. Well, let's talk about other shows. The comedians on Royal Caribbean are amazing. Well, yeah, MSC has no other shows. No. All you get is is theater. Every night there's something in the theater. Now it's different every night. Right. But that's it. There's there's nothing else. Royal Caribbean has the ice skating shows mm -hmm. on Oasis class ships. They have the Aqua Theater show. Um, well, MSC did have in that one lounge that used to be the Cirque du Soleil, but by the time we oh, got yeah. on Maravilla, they, got they already got rid of it. Um, which we had tickets to go to yeah. it, but it was like a cabaret show, which it was good, but yeah. it wasn't amazing. But but Royal has the ice skating shows. They've got the the comedians that that they come the out and they do their things. Um, there's just more options of entertainment it's with Royal. It's to the point that on our last, on every cruise that we've had with Royal, we have seen a completely different show every single night. You know, some cruise well, there's lines... something different to do. Every yeah, night. some cruise lines do, you know, shows twice during your time and, and things like that. But Royal has where every night you can go see something different. They do it twice, but they do it yeah. twice to make sure everybody gets to see it. Yeah. But but you have the option to go like a theater show one night, the Aqua Theater, the Comedy Club, the theater for a new show, you know. So there's variations there. Um, you know, one of the things that I think both of them struggle with is the lounge entertainment. Mm -hmm. So um, Royal does, a, they have specific lounges. They do. Like they've got boleros if you're into Latin dancing. They've got like the music hall um, on the Wonder. It's called Dazzles on a lot of the other yeah. races ships. They've got the music hall on the Anthem. Um, the music hall on Anthem but it is pretty good. Very loud. Yeah. You. It's hard to sit if you're if you're wanting to just sit and relax and listen to some music and things have like a drink, that. Yeah. Have a drink. 
that that MSC would win in that case because they're they don't so have quiet. live music, but they have soft music being played. Yeah. So MSC doesn't have a lot of live musicians that play at lounges or bars and things like that. Royal Caribbean does, but it's got to be you got to be there for that. And sometimes it's hit or miss on how the quality. To yeah. be honest, with, like with Royal, the Mason Jar, they had that country band, and they were great, but it was so freaking loud. Like it was so and loud, it was so packed. It, yeah, it, it was. You couldn't really sit and enjoy and have a drink because there's people all around you and crowding. So, um, yeah, that's a problem on both. But the one that we enjoyed the most for, uh, you know, lounge shows will be for a different time. Yeah. So yeah, when it comes to entertainment, I have to go with Royal because you will see shows unlike you will see anywhere else in the world. Um, where else are you going to see, you know, an aqua theater show with people diving off uh, however many feet in the air down into a pool on a cruise ship while it's swaying? <laughs> How, where else are you going to see, you know, these ice skating shows? Like you said, Rock of Ages, we saw an anthem was probably one of our favorite shows we've ever seen on any cruise ship. Um, they just really outdo themselves. Um, that's what they pride themselves in. Uh, so I have to give it to Royal. All right, so let's talk about private islands. So um, this is something almost every cruise line has on the Caribbean, yeah. and it is their private destination where you are able to, most cruises nowadays, go to one of these private islands. So obviously Royal Caribbean's big one is Coco Cay, and then a little less talked about as Labadee, yeah. um, Haiti. Yeah, poor Labadee's gotten a little forgotten, but. Well, because Perfect Day Coco K, that's like She's all their there. marketing. <laughs> um, so let's talk about things to do. So yeah. on um, Coco K, there's too oh, much to do. so much to do. It's every, there, there's something everywhere and everything costs so much money. Yeah. Like it seems like there is not a lot that's included anymore. Yep, the beach is included, kind of, for some beaches. Certain beaches, <laughs> So um, there are, Royal wins this with things to do. There is a yeah. lot to do, but there's a lot of costs that could be incurred. Yeah. It, you, you can do it for free. We did it for free. We tried it for free. Yeah. It's fine. But I think with MSC, they have less things to do. But it's just included. I think that MSC has really taken the, like, chill out, and just enjoy it approach. Yeah. With they, they have excursions and little things that you can do. Royal, it is overload. And then you have FOMO, right? right? Because if you pick this thing, then you don't get to do that thing. Or if you pick all the things, it's you're exhausted. You're exhausted <laughs> by the end of the day and you're broke. Yeah. And MSC stays later um yeah. at their island, which I think is really nice. Royal Caribbean, last ship we went on there, it, we were leaving at like four o'clock. It was like too much to do all in one day for that. Which is a short time. day. Yeah, too, which yeah. is a short day. MSC, they have, you know, they have their lighthouse. They do like a light show at the end of the day. It's really fun. Um, and I, I think that each one is good for different things. Um, you know, obviously they each have a main buffet. Royal has a lot of places that you can, you know, pay extra and go to on their island to eat. Um, I think. I think MSC has one place um, for like yacht club members that they can go and have lunch. But um, there is like, you know, there's a big buffet on each one. Your beverage package works on each one. Um, and, you know, 
in that way, they're pretty comparable as far as like when it comes to food and drinks. There's plenty of bars and plenty of places to eat on each one. Yeah, and MSC's island doubles as a marine reserve, so they yeah. call it MSC Ocean Which K. Which can't help marine but support reserve. that. Yeah, it's super <laughs> cool. Um, and there's 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 plenty of food, there's plenty of drinks, so there's not a lot of differences let's there. Let's be honest. Why do you like MSC better? Well, let, there's, let's, let's there's, get down to the main reason. Yeah, there's one reason <laughs> I'm going to vote MSC for this, right? And that is because Royal Caribbean's jet ski. <laughs> Short excursion sucks. It is terrible. Yeah, compared to MSC. And MSC's was amazing. It was fun. so much fun. Um, and it was cheaper too. Like MSC was like $70 for both of us. Royal was 140 I think. Yep. <clears throat> and I tried it on both Labadee and Coco K. We tried both. They were the same crappy thing. Yeah. Um, last part about like the island's layout. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I thought Royal Caribbean was doing really well is I thought it was well, like, laid out and mm -hmm. you could get to places. But after our most recent visit there, I'm, I was a little pissed off. Because, we were trying to find South Beach for a long time. <laughs> and, like, they, and I don't think it is, like, they, they have maps. Yeah. But there's so much and it's all just kind of, like. It's overwhelming. Oh. Yeah. That's hard to find the thing you really want to. Whereas MSCs, it's kind of simple. It yeah. really, it, there, there isn't a whole lot to it. It is really like a true, like relax, tranquil, in in paradise. Yep. Like enjoy it. It's not overwhelming. You're not overly stimulated. You're not, you know, afraid that you're missing out on something else. It's spread out. You're not right on top of each other. Like, I just think Royal's trying to do too much. Yep. And um, it's, it's, but I get it. They're also trying to cater to six, 7,000 people. So are you going with MSC? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, my vote's MSC for sure. I would go, I think they're both great for different reasons. Um, I think that if you have young kids or teenagers that are wanting to do like a water park and you're wanting to entertain them for the day, I think Royal is a great option. I mean, their water park is amazing. Um, I think their pricing is out of control for their water park at this point. Um, but I think that if you're wanting a nice, relaxing beach island day, I think MSC is the way to go. You will feel relaxed. You can use your drink package. Everything is included. Um, you have, you know, excursions if you want to do them that are done really well. So I think it really depends on what you're looking for in a private island. If you're looking for thrills and adventure, um, you know, royal, but if you're looking to just relax and, you know, save some money, I think MSC is the way to go. All right. So a really important part of a cruise is the service. Yeah. Um, you interact with the, the staff, I think more often than most people may realize it. Yeah. You've got, um, somebody that makes up your room. You've got the people that serve you the food. You've got the people that serve you the drinks. You've just got the, the we've all, made all, friends all on the from the, from yeah. people we've met and, yeah, and we still, you know, keep up with them. So, um, <clears throat> this is one where the differences really become different, right? Where there's a larger gap between the two. Yeah. And, um, it, it, it it's noticeable. It is. It really is noticeable on board. So let's talk about the first uh, type of service is going to be your room attendant. Yeah. I mean, each one you get a room attendant that comes in and clean, 
cleans your room. Um, I think Royal's down to one time a day at this point. I don't know if MSC has changed that recently. Um, which uh, is fine. Which I is fine. I don't, I don't care. I'd rather that. you clean my room less than it's less of a bother. Correct. Really. Um, it, that is, I would say, equal. On, yeah, room attendants aren't, there's not a lot of differences no. because really it's clean the room, be friendly when I see you, you know, don't interrupt when I'm trying to have, you know. A nap. <laughs> sure, a nap, yeah. Um, what I think the difference is, is that I think MSC makes their attendants clean more, clean more rooms. They I think clean they've more got a larger, a larger amount of rooms they have to clean, whereas yeah. Royal doesn't seem as much. No. With with Royal, there's large amounts of the day you won't see your room attendant. I think that's because they just have less rooms to clean. MSC, they're always cleaning a room. They're always overworked. It's it's um, probably the thing I like least about MSC. Yeah, so let's talk about food service. So yeah. again, I think this is another where, where they are super comparable. There yeah. isn't a lot of difference um, between the service you're going to get in the restaurants at Royal versus the service you'll get in MSC. Yeah. Um, we've had great waiters on uh, MSC. Yeah, we've also had terrible waiters on Royal. Yeah, it, it can go either way. Um, for the most part, I would say they're both pretty cons consistent when it comes to you know either main dining room or buffet. Um, and and the same for the specialty restaurants. You get that little elevated amount of service um, in each of their specialty restaurants. Now, where it really gets different, yeah. and this is this is like every time we go to book a MSC cruise, this, this is, is what we think of. This is something that weighs heavy on our minds uh, is bar service. So, uh, if you've ever been on a cruise, you know that the bars can be one of the busiest places on a ship. Yeah. Most cruise ships have 15 to 20 different bars because they're trying to spread you out because, hey, booze is an important part of a, of a great vacation. <laughs> um, one, it seems like on every single MSC ship we've been on, their bar service is horrendous. Yeah, and I think the... The reason for that is not only are they understaffed, but MSC does offer a drink package, whether it's like, you know, they have different drink packages. Sometimes they offer, you know, their, um, I guess, first tier. Easy. Easy package um, with your cruise. So a lot more people are getting a drink package. So there's a lot more people going to bars, whether they would normally or not. Um, so the bars are just more crowded to begin with, and they just have less bar staff. One of the things that we like the most about Wonder of the Seas, which we went on last, is that if a bar was feeling crowded or you're waiting, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, staff would show up, they would help clear the group of people there, and then they would just disappear. But it was amazing. We never waited very long for a drink. Yep. We never felt ignored. Um, the problem on MSC is that sometimes there's one or two bartenders there and it feels like they're struggling for their life. And you're like, should I even order a drink? I don't want to be a bother. Um, or they'll forget your drink. Um, it just becomes a very stressful time rather than a relaxing time. Uh, I would love for them to, you know, have more bar staff. 
if they're going to be running these promotions, you know, free drinks and such, um, it just, it, it would really help, I think, the experience of the passenger. So this is where I'm going to give it back to Royal. Yeah. Royal gets my vote here because they do a better job with <clears throat> the service as a whole. And even though the room attendants, the food service is comparable, yeah. bar service really... It makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Um, so I'm voting Royal. What do you got? Yeah, I have to go with Royal. It's just a different experience when it comes to the bar service. Um, and all the way around, you just feel like there's more staff around to help you. If you need something, um, you can find someone easily. Sometimes on MSC, you can't find anyone. So I have to go with Royal. All right, and the last thing that we're going to talk about comparing Royal Caribbean to MSC Cruise Lines yep. is going to be price. So price is a huge component of a cruise vacation. Um, it, it helps you, you know, sometimes it, it's it's the determining factor of one cruise line versus the other. Yeah, I've seen a lot. I, I always peruse the cruise on Reddit. Um, and I've seen a lot of people be like, what can I go for? like on a cruise for for this price and yep. get everything and i so i think price is you know as a travel agent i've had lots of people come in with a set budget um, and the budget is the factor that determines what cruise they go on so in preparation for this video we did some research on all of our Royal caribbean cruises all of our msc cruises and we <clears throat> created the cheapest we paid and the most expensive we've paid yeah. for a cruise to give you a good understanding now again these are for balcony rooms so for msc for all the cruises we did we we have taken um this is a price for two people mm -hmm. for seven days and almost every single cruise we've done with msc was including drinks and wi-fi yep so msc's price range for our trips that we did ranged from 800 up to about 1500 yeah and again that is using our data of what we actually paid for these cruises yeah when we look at Royal Caribbean for the same thing, two day, two people, seven days, you get nothing. Nothing is included. Like you get to show up and get on the ship. That's yeah. it. You get to pay another thousand dollars for the drinks. It came out <laughs> the low end at fifteen hundred to the higher end at twenty two hundred. Yeah. So as you can see, we our most expensive MSC cruise was less was less than our cheapest Royal Caribbean cruise. Yep. Now that doesn't hold true because our future MSC cruise is more expensive. is more expensive, but it is the yacht club yacht club full on highest experience you can get at MSC. Yeah, I think that where it comes down to this for me is that if you have a budget and you're wanting to be able to get everything for this budget, you're wanting to just pay up front for your drinks and your Wi-Fi. You don't want to have to add a bunch of things on. MSC cannot be beaten for the price. Their prices are always so cheap. Like sometimes I look at their prices. I'm like, we just need to go on this because it's so cheap. I feel like we're going to lose money if we don't. They, their prices are so good. Um, Royal Caribbean's prices have been kind of creeping up there as time goes on. Um, of course, Icon on the Seas, I, I can't even... Think about their pricing on that it's it's up there it's like three times but you never get anything price. with uh -huh. royal and that's nope. the thing that is a major factor 
is that we pay at least a thousand dollars extra if we want um drinks mm-hmm. um on there or if you you know if you're not thinking of buying drinks you know it can be about the same but um that's a big factor in there so really go into it thinking do i want a drink package do i need wi-fi um it's if you want extras or not that's what it comes down to so i'm gonna vote msc because the price is the price as long as you know what you're getting for that price you are going to sacrifice a little bit on service the entertainment is not going to be as spectacular. The activities may be a little bit more limited, but yeah. the price matches that. I Yeah, if it came strictly down to price, I would have to go t- with MSC because of what you get for it. Uh, as a former travel agent, I've booked many, many cruises. And when people see what they get for MSC, versus any other cruise line, whether it be Royal or anyone else, they can't pass that up because just the drink package alone mm-hmm. um, is a major factor. Uh, I've gotten people where they only want to go on MSC because it's so cheap. So um, I'm not saying one is better than the other overall, but I do think price-wise, MSC will always come out ahead. So if you've been keeping track as far as our ratings through all of these categories, summing it all up, MSC has earned seven points um, out of all of the categories that we've talked about. <clears throat> and Royal Caribbean has earned nine points. So based upon our experiences and our suggestions, um, Royal Caribbean does edge out over MSC. So this this makes me think if you were going to recommend just one of these cruise lines, who would you feel the most comfortable recommending? That's so hard. You're not going to find somebody that loves MSC more than me. I know. He's I really. <laughs> absolutely love MSC. I don't know why. It's just something about it that is just... Anytime we, we book an MSC cruise, I'm the one influencing and making that decision. <laughs> It is, it is 100% my choice when we go on MSC. Um, but I'll say this because experiencing them all and, and, and seeing them all, that if I have to recommend one cruise line for somebody, like if this is their, their first time they're going to experience a cruise, I'm going to recommend Royal. Yeah. And anytime I talk to somebody, I always do that because with Royal, you get a better experience and if it's your first time going on a cruise, I think your first time does need to be a really good experience. Yeah. Now, I think once you've been on a cruise before, you've determined what you like and what you don't like, then you can be- begin to, to veer off to other cruise lines. Yeah. So for us, the reason I like MSC as much as I do is because when I book an MSC cruise, I go into it expecting that the activities and entertainment and the service isn't going to be the same as with Royal. As long as your expectations are set in the correct place, you're not going to be disappointed. Exactly. Um, And I, I make the decision that when I'm cruising on MSC that I can do without those things. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But if it's your first time, I don't think you should not have that. I think you should go Royal and I think you should experience that. And then you can decide for yourself from there 
if you need those things. Yeah, I think I always recommend Royal for a first cruise just because they're very consistent all the way around. Whether it's their food, their accommodations, their activities, their entertainment, service, anything, it's consistent. You know what you're going to get mm -hmm. on that cruise. Um, MSC, I know it varies. You know, people have had really wildly um, different experiences on MSC. <laughs> so um, I think that has a little, you know, like Caleb said, you have to go into that with a certain mindset. But I think Royal is just a really consistent line. Um, they do a lot right. If it comes strictly down to price, I think MSC is great. Mm -hmm. I think that you can't go wrong with MSC for the price. Um, but just going into it with the mindset that it's a little different than, than some of these other cruise lines. So there you have it. It's cruise news and booze certified. <laughs> when we look at MSC versus Royal Caribbean, Royal Caribbean edges out with two more points, seven for MSC compared to nine for Royal Caribbean. I think that if, uh, Royal Caribbean was in the same price bracket, obviously it'd be a bigger jump. Yeah. Um, but I think if Royal Caribbean was on the same price bracket, the activities, entertainment, service would be the same as MSC. Yep. So you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. That's for sure. Um, so that's it for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for hanging out with us today for happy hour number 11. Um, remember to subscribe. Yeah. Let us know down below if there's any other cruise lines you would like us to compare. Um, like I said, we're going to Celebrity soon. So if there's a cruise line you would like us to compare with Celebrity, let us know in the comments down below. Um, make sure you are subscribed because we have a lot more videos coming out. Um, we're going on Celebrity Beyond soon. So if you want to see um, what we think of Celebrity, we've never been on there before. Make sure you are subscribed to see all those videos. Give us that thumbs up if you like this video. And until next time, cheers. cheers.